Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. John 13, 34 says, I command you, love each other as I have loved you, love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The next three chapters in Romans focus on this. A lot of Jesus' teaching focuses on this. The Sermon on the Mount, a lot of this is about how we treat each other is a work of our faith. It's an expression of whether or not I actually trust God. Do you ever wonder how you can make an impact for Christ in your daily life? In today's message, Pastor David talks about how we are called to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. This means treating others with respect, kindness, and compassion, regardless of their background, beliefs, or circumstances. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 12 as he continues his message, Living Sacrifice. We're going to get into verse 3 and look at some of the practical instructions he gives us in the Bible and how to do it. Romans 12 verse 3 says, Through the grace given to me, I say to everyone who is among you, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Think soberly, clear-headed, as God has given to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ, individually members of each other. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Having unique gifts according to God's wisdom, God's working in us, use what he has given you. If he's given you prophecy, prophesy in proportion to your faith. If it is ministry, serving, use it in that way. If it's teaching, teach. If it's exhortation, the building up, the calling one another up into things. Exhort. If it's giving, give generously, liberally. If it's leading, give, lead diligently. If it's showing mercy, show mercy cheerfully. And that's not meant to be an exhaustive list, I think, of the gifts of the Spirit. There's different ones he talks about in Ephesians and in 1 Corinthians. The point is use the gifts you've been given. Do you realize you have been given spiritual gifts? If you've trusted in Jesus, you have spiritual gifts. The first gift that he says he has given to you is faith. And he says you apply the gift of faith in part by having the wisdom to recognize that we need each other. That we are members of one another, so don't think more highly of yourself than you ought. 
He says, trust God. He's put you in the right place. He's put the people around you in the right place. And you need each other. We are equally interdependent. The teaching role is not more important than the administrative role, than each gift. The gift that he has given you is equally valuable to one another. So he says, resist the temptation of comparison. Think soberly, clear-headedly. Whether you're a thumb or a pinky or a nose or an ear, like it all matters. It's all really valuable. It has a purpose. So reject the comparison and get to work. He says he's given us these gifts for a purpose. There's a job to do. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He says in Matthew 24, 14, that the good news of the kingdom, the restoration, his return, that message will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Not the end of his people, but the end of the brokenness. Like this, this season of things being wrong will end when the gospel has been preached to all the world. And he says, you have a role to play in that. He actually tells us to be hastening the day. He's like, the gospel will be preached to all the world, and then the end will come. You've been commissioned to share the gospel. So your participation affects the timeline. It matters what you do with what you've received. A big part of how we share the gospel is how we live our lives, how we treat each other. Jesus in John 13, 34 says, I command you, love each other as I have loved you. Love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The next three chapters in Romans focus on this. A lot of Jesus' teaching focuses on this. The Sermon on the Mount, a lot of this is about how we treat each other is a work of our faith. It's an expression of whether or not I actually trust God. It's a big part of how we share him with the world. But it's not the only way. Here in Romans 12, what he's talking about is specifically spiritual gifts and how those work together. So today, let's get into that side of things. Again, he tells us we are interdependent, dependent on one another. We need each other. Individually, members of one another. And you know, some say that the gifts were really only for the, like the early church, but there's no area in the Bible that actually says that. And there are so many believers I know, including myself, who practice the gifts of the Spirit, that that doesn't fit. It just doesn't, it's not biblical. The other side that people get weird about this is they'll elevate, right? If, on that side, I would say people are elevating teaching or elevating certain other things. On the other side, we can elevate, people elevate the spectacular, they elevate the tongues, the visions, the prophecy, and all of those, I believe, are biblical and happen now. We see them, they operate in our church all the time. But to elevate the spectacular, 
above the stuff that looks less spectacular to us is equally unbiblical. He says that's not, that's not right either. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he, very similar to this passage in Romans, in 1 Corinthians 12, he says, now you are the body of Christ, members of it individually, and God has appointed these in the church, apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret tongues? No. The point is no. But earnestly desire the best gifts. He goes on in the next couple of chapters to explain. Best means what's most useful for the people around you. What do the people around you need? Those are the best gifts. And God, again, he's not made us as robots. He has made us with a capacity for choice. And he cultivates that in us partly by giving us this, this invitation to take a look and ask him what's best here and, and cooperate with him. Look for what, what is our community, what do the people around me need? What would, what would be a blessing? What would be beneficial to the people in my world? The people I come to church with, the people at my job, at my gym, at my grocery store. Like, what in your world is needed? And he says, ask him. Ask God to work that through you more. And it's important, I think, that we remember to not despise the, the like, mundane gifts. He lifts administration up alongside miraculous healing. The organization is equally miraculous, he says, as the, the gifts of healing or tongues. The point is not what's going to make the biggest show, but what is needed here? What has God put in you, whether he's, it's already something you walk in or it's something that you really desire? And what would it, what's going to be helpful where you're at? What is he already doing in you? glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.